0: It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson's Supreme Court confirmation hearings officially began on Monday. Each of the 22 members of the Senate Judiciary Committee had 10 minutes for an opening statement. That was followed by Judge Jackson's own opening statement. The Democrats almost universally praised her record some noting that upon taking the bench, she's much more qualified and experienced than most of those already sitting. And despite their assurances that they wouldn't personally attack her, as they claim Democrats did to Brett Kavanaugh, many of the Republicans previewed the attacks they'll be pushing for the next few days. Though they were delivered with smiles and dripping with insincerity, they flew freely on the hearing's opening day, like from Marsha Blackburn who promised she'd be respectful.
1: As you have heard repeatedly, this is going to be a fair and very thorough and very respectful hearing, and we're going to work through this process with some tough questions, but do it in a manner, the respect that you deserve.
0: I guess this is how Marcia Blackburn is respectful.
1: You once wrote that every judge has, and I quote, personal hidden agendas, end quote, then influence how they decide cases. So I can only wonder, what's your hidden agenda? Is it to let violent criminals, cop killers, and child predators back to the streets? Is it to restrict parental rights and expand government's reach into our schools and our private family decisions? Is it to support the radical left's attempt to pack the Supreme Court? You have praised the 1619 Project, which argues the U.S. is a fundamentally racist country. And you have made clear that you believe judges must consider critical race theory when deciding how to sentence criminal defendants. Is it your personal hidden agenda to incorporate critical race theory into our legal system?
0: Yeah. You get the idea. So, day one concluded with Judge Jackson's opening statement. She told senators that she takes her duty to be independent as a judge very seriously. I have been a judge for nearly a decade now, and I take that responsibility and my duty to be independent very seriously.
1: I decide cases from a neutral posture, I evaluate the, the facts, and I interpret and apply the law to the
0: facts of the case before me without fear or favor, consistent with my judicial oath. Well, Tuesday and Wednesday will consist of intense question-and-answer sessions. Each senator gets 30 minutes during the first round and another 20 minutes during the second round. If confirmed, Jackson will become the first black woman to serve on the high court. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois, the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee helped put her nomination in historical context, noting that of 115 Supreme Court justices, 108 have been white men. Democrats hope to confirm Judge Jackson to the Supreme Court by early April, turning to Ukraine, at least eight people were killed after a Russian missile struck a 10 story shopping center in the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. It marks the latest in a string of attacks across the country on civilian structures or areas where residents have taken shelter. Then there's Mariupol, the Ukrainian city once home to almost half a million people, which President Volodymyr Zelensky said has been, quote, reduced to ashes. U.S. officials have also confirmed that Russia has used hypersonic missiles, which travel at least five times the speed of sound and are nearly impossible to intercept. These developments, as President Joe Biden and other world leaders, will hold a set of emergency summits in Europe this week. Though there's not a whole lot of hope that the talks will yield peace. And then on another front, cybersecurity officials say there's evolving intelligence that Putin's next escalation could be a direct cyber attack on the United States. President Biden issued an urgent warning to American business leaders on Monday, telling them to strengthen their company's cyber defenses immediately. Biden saying that U.S. companies have a patriotic obligation to invest in bolstering their defenses against cyber attacks that Russia could launch as it continues to face harsh sanctions over its invasion of Ukraine. Biden reiterated that the U.S. has, quote, evolving intelligence that Russia may be planning a cyber attack against us. He said the magnitude of Russia's cyber capacity is fairly consequential and it's coming. He also told members of the Business Roundtable that federal assistance was available to companies if they needed it and said that his administration was doing its part to prepare for such an attack. Officials in many Allied countries are describing the war as rapidly reaching a stalemate. Others have expressed concern that the danger to civilians will rise as Russia increasingly uses missiles and long-range artillery after being unable to capture cities outright. And then there's Russia's action. Russian troops on Monday fired stun grenades and warning shots to disperse Ukrainians protesting against Russia's invasion in the city of Kyrgyzstan, in the south of Ukraine. Video footage shows several hundred protesters running away as projectiles landed around them in Kyrgyzstan's Freedom Square. President Zelensky praised the courage of the protesters after they confronted the Russian forces occupying their city. He said, quote, there's no need to organize resistance. Resistance for Ukrainians is part of their soul. And then he added that the war and commitment to defending the country has turned ordinary Ukrainians into heroes. Well, here's something. The Wall Street Journal is reporting Tuesday morning that after the Soviet Union collapsed in 1991, the U.S. went on a secret buying spree, picking up a, quote, small number of Soviet missile defense systems so that they could be examined by U.S. intelligence experts and help with training American forces. Well, now... The Wall Street Journal is saying the U.S. is sending some of those air defense systems to Ukraine to help them shoot down Russian fighter jets and missiles. Ukrainian soldiers already know how to operate the old Soviet weapon systems. President Biden says he was authorized to give Ukraine and NATO allies the weapon systems from the secret Soviet stockpile under the annual spending bill he recently signed, and that Congress had been notified about the transfers. Good. In a somewhat related story, Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has been sentenced to nine years in a high security prison away from where he's currently being held in Moscow, for fraud and contempt by a Russian court. He's also serving two-and-a-half-year sentence for parole violations. And that's just a bit of what's news. For now, I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is fully listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that Donate button.